chick in me Every time I touch that track it turns into gold You know, you know what's funny? What? Um, I think I saw a cheeseburger doing yoga on the beach this morning. Lewis's <laughs> <laughs> lines in this movie are iconic. Like that has to be that might be the best line in the entire Even Stevens movie. Do you think that's the best line out of any decom? Well, let's not get too far, but it could be. So, and you know what's funny? That line resonated with everybody. I. It, we were going through that Reddit thread last night about like the even Stevens movie and had 1,500 upvotes. And the top comment was just quote, I think I saw a cheeseburger doing yoga on the beach this morning. (laughs) Gotta love it. I feel like between Lewis and beans quotes in this movie, and obviously throughout the entire even Stevens franchise, but just this movie alone, they're just gold. And I feel like that's the first thing you think of with the comedic timing and all of that. It's just, you can't beat the lines in this movie. I mean, the actors sell it, but it's just pure, it's just pure bliss. Yeah, I mean, and I kind of, uh, I kind of forgot what the movie was fully about prior to rewatching it. But I'm telling you, I I think you did the same thing. We watched it on Monday and then again on Tuesday. And it was just, Mm -hmm. it was almost better the second time as it was the first, but yeah, full of bliss, full of, childhood memories and just full of uh the stevens family who doesn't love them who doesn't love them no it still holds up even after all these years and i feel like there's so many good moments in this movie that being said ian what was your movie moment of the week yeah so (laughs) not to take a dark path but My movie moment was not as jovial as it usually is. I'm usually like, I'm like holding hands with my boyfriend in the magical Disney store, all this stuff. So for those of you who listened last week, or for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you know the whole saga of the fact that I lost my phone. I was without phone, without (laughs) Wi-Fi for like two weeks. Okay, flash forward to this week. And mind you, this is the same day that Washington, D.C. is getting a tornado warning. Just cash. Doesn't happen that much. So I'm talking to Kelsey, and she just, like, because like, we talk a lot. And it would, I don't even, I think we were talking about TikToks. I think we were talking about something. Like, I don't even know. Um, who knows? But then you, you casually drop, oh, so what do you think about the aliens? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what do you mean, what do I think about the aliens? And she was like, well, yeah, like the US government just officially said that there were aliens. And I was like, <laughs> Kelsey, we have even been texting on Instagram. Like, you didn't ever tell me that. And the kicker is, I called my boyfriend because we were on the trip together. And I was like, so Kelsey's telling me something about like the US government potentially saying that they found like extraterrestrial uh, life. He goes, well, yeah. There's like podcasts on it. And it's like, so you didn't tell me? And then I call my mom and dad. And I was like, there are aliens. And my mom's like, yeah, I know. 
was like, it was just nobody. Like, none of my loved ones said anything to me about it. And then everybody is just so casual. And so, honestly, this week's been, like, really stressful trying to find my phone. So I didn't really have a movie moment. But I really thought I was in one of those Hollywood, like, Day After Tomorrow, World War Z, whatever. It's, like, dark outside. The government's sending employees home i'm finding out that the hill had a whole thing about aliens and it's i i I literally thought i was in like a doomsday movie um it was a big moment it was a well that's that's what because i remember when when we when you first got your phone and we had our first phone call i was like oh and i was like we need to talk about the aliens and i wasn't sure and i thought you had already found out about it because i felt like everyone was kind of laughing about the fact that all of a sudden the US government comes out, says there's aliens and everyone's like, okay, like, what? <laughs> I wasn't sure if you knew or not. And so, but I wanted to talk to you about it so badly and it's still all so crazy. It's just, I, yeah. yeah, I feel like we're in a, we're in a movie. We're in like, I'm waiting for like Will Smith to come out and just like save us all. Can he please? Uh, well, uh, um, either that or can the alien be like sister from Planet Weird? Like something, oh, that would be amazing. Normal, something very normal. Um, but yeah, that's my movie moment of the week. And <laughs> hopefully next week I can come back with everyone and have a really happy, nice movie moment, not full of doomsday stuff. So, um, so yeah. yeah. So yeah. I feel like, you know, this, I feel like the good thing is you normally are in like these like happy genres, like rom-com genres. Yep. And this was just like a weird like drama week. This was like a weird sci-fi week. right and that's the thing like who wants to see like a rom-com like every single week you gotta switch it up you gotta switch it up um can i cheat a little bit though about my movie moment sure one-liner all i have to say is another movie moment was going to see barbie um so good it was just the theater was full of everyone in pink um it was fantastic so listeners uh i know it's not a decom but go see barbie so anyway it is it's, it was such a good movie um everyone out there like oh my gosh if you, if you if you can take your moms take your grandmas there's so many good one-liners but just to bring it back to decoms um america Ferreira's husband at the end i don't know if you caught it he says si se puede and i think i thought of you I, yes i know i know you know what i'm so tired of people stealing our lines on this <laughs> podcast um no but i mean that's that's why we say Si Se Puede at the end. It's such a powerful statement connected to such a powerful movie with America Ferreira. And like, you're right. I definitely, I didn't think about it at the time, but that was definitely a nod to that, a little Easter egg. But yeah, so anyway, just wanted to end on a little bit of a happy note. Um, I'm going to turn it over to you uh, because I'm sure people are tired of hearing about aliens. So Kelsey, what was your movie moment of the week? Well, unfortunately, I mean, it's, 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 positive but it is kind of more in the sci-fi realm too it must have just there must have been something in the air something in the water because um so my movie moment was my mom and i got to lunch on saturday and we've been reading the book signs which is basically signs that you can ask from the universe for your loved ones that have passed um and her mom passed away a few years ago my grandma which we call baka and so we were on the back deck and in the book it says you have to ask for the sign that you want that day and you have to ask for it out loud so my mom said okay mom i want to see your name which is barbara or your birthday somewhere along today so we go throughout the day we go throughout lunch we haven't seen any signs yet 
of, you know, we haven't seen those two at all. And, you know, we're walking away from lunch. And she's like, you know, I really was hoping our waitress's name would be Barbara. There'd be something, you know, on the menu or in the bill, like numerical wise. And we just decided to walk down this street downtown. And they had all these beautiful, like black and white, like basically photography um, ads on this massive wall. And it was just, you could clearly tell, like, it's just, you know, it's, just there for like probably the weekend just like as an art exhibit and so we were like oh let's go check it out and then sure enough we're looking at all these photos and without even realizing it we were standing right in front of the photo and this woman's name in huge letters was barbara and so i just pointed to my mom and i was just like oh my gosh like this is crazy and it's it was such a good moment but it also definitely along i mean it's it's a comforting i feel like you say (laughs) paranormal uh event but it was just again it was like one of those movie moments where you know it was such like a a blip on the screen of just like seeing Barbara but it was so cool because it's like oh my gosh no matter again what you believe you still kind of have to believe that like we're all energies and we're all kind of here and between you know energies and aliens I don't have to go into it further but it was just again something that kind of like an out-of-body experience where you don't really experience it every Saturday so was really yeah. cool and oh, really yeah. positive so highly recommend it too what a what a special movie moment honestly that and i wouldn't even say that that's sci-fi right you know you see that in a lot of different genres just because as i as you said we are so spiritually connected with, with one another and the universe mm-hmm. stuff like that and so what a great moment for you and your mom um really special so yeah. very very cool that's awesome Okay, everybody. And as we always do, we like to kind of kick things off with movie milestones. And there are a lot of them for this one, because as you can tell by the name of the movie, the Even Stevens movie, it is the finale and kind of the cherry on top of what ended an amazing run of the show, Even Stevens, which obviously Ian and I loved. And there are moments that we can remember from our childhood that are just iconic and truly kind of that golden era of the Disney Channel. But to kick things off, specifically beyond the show, with this movie in itself, this decom centers around the simmering rivalry between Lewis and Wren, played by, obviously, Shia LaBeouf and Christy Carlson Romano. It reaches a boiling point on an all-expense-paid family trip to an uncharted island. What starts out as a vacation in paradise quickly turns into a nightmare experience thanks to a ratings-hungry reality TV show host played by Tim Meadows. He has cast the unknowing Stevens Bunch as stars in this hidden camera hit, Family Fakeout. As the castaways are suddenly shunned and it's all part of the plot line, they are struggling to survive and somewhat turn on each other. Their friends, Twitty and Tani, again, try they try to basically save them. They go on a boat and try and rescue their friends. Comedy and the plot line ensues. We won't give away spoilers at the end if you have not seen it, but there is a big twist at the end. Um, Ian, I know you're a huge fan of Even Stevens. How pumped were you that they decided to end the series with such an awesome movie? Yeah, I think it's the best way to end it because you have a lot of shows that really don't end on a note like this, especially. So one of my... I, one of my other favorite shows was That's a Raven, and it did not end like this. And so I was really happy that even Stevens had such an ending where where everything came full circle. 
um not only that it was really cool to kind of watch even stevens from like a cinematic perspective you know um while it did resemble the show it was still completely different because it was a movie in and of itself um no yeah i absolutely adored this as a kid and i adore this as an adult and i just couldn't ask for a better ending for the stevens family and wow um this movie really has twists and turns and I thought the family was going to break apart multiple times. And I was kind of disturbed by some of the scenes. Cause I was like, really? I, uh, okay. Like no matter, no matter how mad I am at my family, I, I don't think I would act that way, but the ending again, I don't want to spoil it. What came full circle and nothing but love for the Stevens family. Uh, how did you feel about this as a kid and also as an adult Kelsey? I, I loved this movie. It was kind of, I love the fact that, like you said, if you were a fan of the show and you had watched it, then you knew kind of all the ins and outs of the characters and you could kind of already see their dynamics. But also if you had never watched the show, you still got it kind of got like the plot lines and you could still like even with Cody and Connie, their friends, you kind of got the dynamics and could see the relationship wise, like the rivalry between Lewis and Ren, um, the kind of comedic timing and almost annoying at times beans moments um yeah. and just even the parents themselves like they're they're comedic geniuses too but they have these amazing moments with their son and their two sons and their daughter um i mean i did think it was kind of interesting that disney went this route of a movie because i guess as we were doing research they back in the day they stopped doing it but they had a 65 episode contract with shows so it's not that even stevens was doing bad ratings wise they were crushing it but they just needed they'd reached their limit um and so this was kind of again that cherry on top that finale where they could kind of give them a good send-off i guess yeah um but uh so i guess if you're if you're gonna send off show this was honestly i feel like the way to do it because i think what also helped too is it's it like we said, it's zany, it's crazy. The family is, you know, taken out of their element and on a tropical island. And I mean, and at the time, okay, you know, early 2000s when this movie came out, did you have like a favorite reality show or like I feel like there were so many different varieties of shows oh, yeah. like that that were hitting it huge during that time? So I loved uh, the real world the challenge which was oh, so good yep 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 i like remember um remember back in the day where you would like watch tv and then if your parents came in you would flip to like the last channel, the channel. So I, I actually did have disney on whenever my mom and dad would come in while i was watching the real world challenge um and honestly this movie kind of reminded me about real world challenge uh, obviously real world real world challenge can't speak today obviously they were not family members but a lot of friends did turn on each other throughout those seasons and it was that same element and i think that like the early 2000s from 2002 at least until 2006 that was the peak of these reality tv shows where people would just throw them on a deserted island or drop them off in the middle of nowhere and you really once again saw disney channel being the one with the times um so kelsey you had to have a favorite show like that too right i loved i mean i absolutely like and when i think back on it like i feel like culture in general like everyone suddenly became obsessed with these reality shows my favorite one was um 
Laguna Beach as I think I know oh, we have perfect. such a love for Laguna Beach. It was perfect. It's just oh my gosh, I love that show. I love all the dynamics. We talk about drama, um, but I also totally get kind of the adventurous side of things. Um, my dad and I actually this is so embarrassing, but we sent in a video to be on the Amazing Race. We did not. Ah, get that's amazing. <laughs> That's the, how old were you? I was I was like twenty four. Oh my god, that's amazing! That's amazing. Yes, naturally, like we did not get it, but so that's why I can I understand the kind of like the survivor mentality. Like you know, you're again, you're stranded on a deserted island. You're put in these situations with your family. It gets stressful, and unfortunately, in this case, the Stevens family doesn't necessarily know that. Um, but I think you hit the nail on the head. I think Disney was really ahead of its time because so for this movie they brought in kind of that reality tv twist but even i mean we have to give a nod to the show itself um and they were they were kind of doing things before other shows were doing it too like they did a musical before high school musical was ever probably even a thought in anyone's brain and i feel like there's so many iconic moments in the show where yeah. the writers the producers were ahead of their time um like do you have any do you have any favorite even steven's moments or like Things that you just, you're like, I can't believe I still remember this. You're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I wanted to talk about really quickly, though, how you were talking about the genius of the writers, and I think that's why we remember these things, even as adults. Um, I think the writers did such an amazing job that this was the first decom that was made from a TV show. Um, I mean, you had the Lizzie McGuire movie, but that was technically not a decom and so i think again as a milestone this paved the way and rightfully so because there were so many scenes in this movie where i completely forgot about it but now as an adult i'm like oh wow that really happened i remember that and the number one is the chair i wanted to sit in that chair so much as a kid and i completely <laughs> forgot about it and then when i was an adult i was like re-watching it and being like i I could have sworn I made uh, like a little makeshift chair like that when I was a kid and probably pissed my mom off, rightfully so. Sorry, mom. Sorry, Lisa. Um, but yeah, that chair really stood out. And it's not just that, it's all the one liners in it, too. Um, but yeah, I think that this movie is full of uh, movie memories that we, we forget about throughout the times. And then once we watch it, kind of like Clue, boom, it, it's engraved in our minds again. Um, how about you? Were you obsessed with the chair as a kid? Am I just a weirdo or no. anything? No, I think we all wanted that chair. And I think like, I remember, oh my God, this is like, though, actually this is so bizarre. And I don't know why I thought this, but you know, the moment where he presses the button for lunch and a hot dog comes out. I knew, yeah. all, <laughs> all I could think about was how many hot dogs does this kid just like have like yep. in an oven somewhere, like in the yep. back of the chair. So I like, as a kid, I was probably thinking about Yes. Anyways, I would have loved that chair, but the hot dog moment and like all the condiments and like the Sundays. I'm like, so he's got like, in, he's got like some thing, like some type of oven in here, some type of like freezer. So that I, I went into the logistics and I probably should have just enjoyed it for what it was. Um, but a very cool chair. It's, I mean, yeah, I mean, everything about this, like you said, it's just even, you know, when, Beans comes into the family, you know, and he, they have to watch him for a little bit and he brings his suitcase of bacon. And I'm like, oh yes. Like, cause he loves bacon. It's all those little things that I feel like just come back to immediately. Oh, and yeah. it's just so funny. It never gets old. It never gets old. 
yeah and i think that's something that you kind of touched upon it's like themes and like different things never getting old about this movie which kind of it is another milestone in my opinion i'm not sure if you've seen the youtube video but i think it speaks to how special even stevens is and how much it meant to all the characters um within the show so this video actually shows Shia LaBeouf re-watching the Even Stevens movie in a theater. Yes! And he was, it's really endearing how much Beams cracks him up. Like, I was just like, they must have had the best relationship while filming this show growing up. And then there also are a couple scenes where you, you can see him wiping away tears. Mm -hmm. And that just, like, honestly melts my heart. It, it must have been so fun for that family. Um, I mean... Obviously, they're not a family, but they probably became a family filming that TV show. So, yeah, I think that that just really shows how special of a TV show this is. I don't really, I can't remember something like that from, like, That's a Raven or Lizzie McGuire, all that stuff. But, yeah, no, even Stevens, you have a special place in my heart. Absolutely. I, I really, I, no matter how you, no matter how, truly how you feel about Shia LaBeouf, if you watch that video, it warms yeah. your heart. Because you can tell it just brings him back. I know Kristen Carlson Romano has talked about it and how this cast was truly a family. They were together for a long time because it obviously had a great run. So whoever, whoever was the casting director for this show, like props are due because yeah. they couldn't have picked a better cast. Everyone was perfect. So, yeah, I mean, having said that, I think, and obviously I'm not the only person, you're not the only person who thinks this the cast made this movie, the cast made the show. So I kind of wanted to talk about how different the cast was in the movie versus the show. Um, but most importantly, I wanted to talk about uh, the two main characters of the movie and the show, Red and Lewis. Um, I have never been more convinced that p two people were siblings in my life. Right? Oh, I know. They it's crazy. Such... It's so funny because I feel like when, you know how you normally say, and I know we've said this about Milo, it's like, oh, he has chemistry with every single person he acts with. Nothing rivals, I feel like, between their brother and sister chemistry. And how many people can you, how many actors do you know have that same chemistry where you just truly believe they have to be related? Like something, <laughs> the jig is up. Like somehow these two have to be related. I mean, and even if we compare it, right, Matt and Lizzie, Corey and Raven, like, I'm not saying that they did a bad job acting, but nothing beats Ren and Lewis. Like, they are just at each other's head so much, but at the end of the day, you, you can tell that they still love each other, you know? Um, and I think that has to do with the acting ability of both of these, of both Shia LaBeouf and also Christy. And it's like, it's crazy because they were so young when they were filming that. So young. They were like 14. I think Christy Carlos Romano just, she j had just graduated high school when she was yeah. filming this. So they were still babies. They were still babies. And I think that's the reason, I think you and I, you and I were talking about this. There's a reason that they kept Christy on the Disney Channel after this movie. And there's a reason why Shy then, I'm talking about it. I'm talking about them like I know them on first name basis, but um, <laughs> there's a reason why Shy was on Holes and other Disney Channel movies too. Because I mean, I mean, I think that they just blew everyone out of the water with their acting performance in that. It's just nuts because I think I mean we were looking at one interview and I think the first the first acting gig Shy ever got was in like do you remember that serial was like Oreos like and it was just like or like little Oreo circles. Oh yeah. So that was like his first acting gig ever. And then this was his second. 
So that's a big Jeez. difference. But it shows it just shows how talented he like he's a he's an extremely talented actor. Um yeah. again, like just purely based off of that. And I think you can really see this um on set. And especially I think specifically for this movie though, too, because I think they kind of knew this was the last time they were going to be working with each other. Yeah. You can really see that bond through this yeah. movie. You can see all the emotions coming out, um, kind of like that Instagram post that we had. Which emotional Ren are you today? Uh, um, but having said that, can we talk about the third sibling that gets left out of the conversation a lot, Donnie? Potentially the, I mean, oh, I mean, I'm not going to say the best looking one, but I, I did not realize when I was little how good looking. Donnie yeah, was. he, 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 he's a very handsome man. We'll leave it at that. He's I a very handsome I don't man. know why I never realized that. And then, but now watching it, like, this man is beautiful. So. He's, he's beautiful, but they make him dumb. But he is beautiful. But, but him being dumb brings a lot of, like, comedic effect. And, okay, this is a hot take for this character. But I feel like the family's really mean to Donnie. And not in, like, a, like, screw you way. And, like, a, okay, Donnie, like, condescending pat, like, the head on, like, like pat your head type of a way you know or is yeah. that just me being overly sensitive watching this character in this movie no it's so funny because i feel like i mean when the movie kicks off ren is graduating eighth grade lewis is so lewis is still clearly in middle school he's about to go off to college so he clearly got into college and i think they even mention an athletic scholarship or something at one point so philosophy he's like the comedic relief but at the same time, like he's clearly doing well. Like he's he's not a yeah. screw. Like he's he's you know crushing life. And I get like, is he, you know, the sharpest crayon in the box? Like I don't know. But I love how when you know he says, "Oh, I just saw my old classmate." Yeah. They're like, "Yeah, yeah." And I think that's when the cheeseburger line comes out. <laughs> oh yes. Oh my god. And I love how Donnie goes. Why? Is, why does? <laughs> No one in this family believed me, ever. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Donnie, it's okay. We believe you. We believe you. And that's it. like, poor Donnie. Because I'm at the end of the day, even if he doesn't understand something, at least he's not creating kind of Lewis level um, catastrophes happening. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's not breaking down yeah. castles. He's not creating like lifelong curses on families. Like, I feel like we can give Donnie a little bit of a break. We can, yeah, exactly. He's, he, he's just there. He's having fun. He's being dotty. Running up and down that beach. Oh I'll my god. I'll say it. <laughs> I, I was like, wait, let me rewind again to take more notes. Um, but I guess the last sibling, we can kind of call him a sibling to talk about his beans. Mm -hmm. He's a he's kind of a sibling, right? I, I feel like they've adopted him at this point. At this point, I feel like he's he's one of those glorified like when you were growing up, did you ever have one of those neighbors that would just always be at your house? And like oh, yeah. would always oh, be yeah. at somebody else's house. And Absolutely. it just you just became part of the family. And then you'd go like on family trips together and then you'd go out to dinner together. He's he's basically a, a Steven at this point. Like Bean Stevens. Yeah. Bean Stevens, who loves bacon. Bean Stevens. Which oh like well, we can get into it later, but just the Steven's name. I had no idea until looking at this cast the dad's name was Steve Stevens. How did I never pick that up? That is a, we don't need to go down that track, but interesting. That, <laughs> that is some adult with. humor that went over our heads as kids. Yes. But anyway, sorry, but back to Beans. Yes, like lovable. Um, I remember though, like 
I, he, he serves his purpose, right? Because I feel like you're just kind of innately annoyed with memes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say a hot take, all right? And please don't get mad at me. But I, do, I cannot stand memes. And I couldn't stand them as a kid. I can't stand them as, stand them as an adult. And I'm the odd one out. I'm trust me, I'm the odd one out. Like I was asking my friends about even everyone loves beans. Everyone loves beans but me and I don't know what it is because like he's not doing anything wrong. He's just a little kid, right? And I feel like he's lonely. Um I don't even know if we see his mom and dad ever in the show and so he's just trying to seek comfort in Lewis as like a like a big brother, for him, right? And yeah. so I feel really bad for hating on this kid. And <laughs> just, he annoys me. I will leave it at that. <laughs> no, I mean, same. When I was little, I mean, I'm I'm very much like, Ren was, or, who who was your favorite character in the show? Ren. 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 Yes. Okay. So I think there's a theory. If Ren is your favorite character, wait, I mean, let's, let's call Spade a Spade. She's super determined. She's hardworking. She's a little bit type A, which I feel like, is completely the opposite of beans. And so he's, you know, obviously you can respect him for, especially at that age acting the way he did, but like, he's a little crass. He's extremely messy. He's all over the place. And I mean, I think at one point on the show, they like thought he was an alien because he just says like the most random things. And so I feel like if Ren, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's a hot take too, but like, I feel like Ren is your favorite character. You just don't really like beans that much. And so... That's a really good take. Great. And if you like Lewis, if Lewis is your favorite, mm-hmm. then Beans is also your favorite. Then Beans is cool. Yes. That's look at us doing math. Look at us reading algorithms. Decom math. Um I think you're right. I, I've never found fart jokes funny. I've never found any of that mm-hmm. stuff funny. And that is literally beans. Um, even it. in the movie multiple times. And I was just like, okay, like I whatever. But Maybe yeah. The the only part, I mean, I confession, the only part that I fast forward for this movie was when they all are presented those worms. It's kind of the island delicacy <sighs> that they have to eat. And the only one that is scarfing it down is beans. And it they just spend a little too much time on it. And I just I was like, I this is something I cannot, my eyes do not want to see. I can't do with this. <laughs> moved, moved along. Okay, you just sparked another memory. I'm like not even kidding. You just sparked another memory in my brain. Um, remember when you asked earlier, were there any scenes like I remember as a kid? So my mom is German. And so there's a German sausage that looks just like those worms. And I remember as a kid, I was pretending to eat the worms from the movie. And I lost that memory maybe for 20 years until you just brought that up. So thank you for that because I remember doing that multiple times. Well, the good thing is, like, if you're ever on a reality show, like, you will survive. Like, you will not be thrown by... I mean, Kelsey, I'm gonna eat, a like, a German sausage. I'm not gonna eat a worm, so... <laughs> That's true, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe not a slug on a stick, but... The thought was there. The thought was there, so the that's... The thought was there. You survive. I will survive. Um, sorry, that was so corny. Um, can we move on to the friends, though? Because I really want to get your take um how did you view the friends in this movie and what were your thoughts on them what was your favorite friend and who was your least favorite friend because i have some hot takes on the friends i think okay so this is how what we were saying before is the show existed in itself but there were still these subplots within the movie so if you didn't see 
the background of the show. You didn't know characters. I I felt like you kind of got to look into the relationship like with um, Twitty and Tawny with Lewis in the chair. You kind of got to see their dynamic. Um, I felt like the one thing I really, he redeems himself. But the one thing I didn't like about this movie is I feel like they kind of put Twitty in a really kind of poor light because at the end of the day, he's the one that set them up to be in this reality show. So he's the one that kind of threw this entire family under the bus. And I feel like in the show, he is not that. I feel like he'll go along with Lewis's crazy schemes, but he's not, he's he's always kind of like the good hearted one. Like even there's, there's episodes where like him and Ren really get along. And I feel like he's kind of got this great conscience about him and he's just a good kid. And so again, he redeems himself in the movie because he clues them in that they are on a reality show. But I did kind of feel bad that they did that. I mean, Tawny, I just, I've always loved Tawny. I think she's just a cool girl. I love, I love her kind of, you know, I feel like she's very sassy with Lewis. And I like at the end, like there, there is always kind of this romantic connection between them. Yep, she's is. always good in my book. What did, what did you think about them? I think you hit the nail on the head. So Tawny, love Tawny, everything about her. I think that like her aesthetic is just like so cool mm-hmm. and like, it seems like she's in her own world sometimes and like doesn't care about what, what other people think of her. Um, so love her. But Tweeny, I did not like him in the movie. Um, I was like really, really mad that he set the Stevens family up for this. And I was like, what a crappy friend. Like, why would you do that? He did redeem himself at the end a lot. But it wasn't until I, I was revisiting old Even Stevens episodes and searching on TikTok. And it's like, wow, he was a sweetheart. So, yeah, this movie did him dirty, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, no, I still love the friends in this movie. I think the one friend that's the strangest to me is Tom um <laughs> bizarre he's, he's so, so bizarre. bizarre but can we talk about when uh Twini and tony oh my god my brain is not working what are their names Twini and tony thank you thank you thank you okay they sound so similar they do right so when they're like oh let's save the stevens family on this island that's like 30 miles away and they trust a 14 year old in a boat to just like sail to this island like that's that's a lot of trust in a 14 year old that's that's i'm like can you even have your captain's license at that point like are you you're technically like well you are a minor i don't know how that works and then i mean and i i don't so i i vaguely remember tom in the series i know he was always kind of that friend that was a little out there and always tried to be in the group and had like these like kind of quirky inventions and things like that but like everyone was like, okay, Tom, like get out of here. And then I was like, oh, now that you need this guy's boat, you're like, oh yes, let's let's just hop on over for a quick sail. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like, and wasn't Lewis like really mean to him? Kind of. Yes, he was the so series. mean. Yeah, poor Tom. But he, he's a, he's a weird guy, but he doesn't he, he doesn't deserve the hate he gets from the rest of them. So no, he just live. I mean, he's clear. I was gonna say, you know how you just say, oh, he's living his best life. But I'm sorry, if this kid has this beautiful of a yacht oh, he fine. wouldn't yacht okay okay guys. in he's sacramento like he's doing okay he's gonna be fine in life we're good <laughs> i think like i mean just going back to that though and like just kind of to wrap up the whole cast and like even bring the mom and dad into this i think yeah. as we were saying there's so many good one-liners in this movie the acting is so great even from the minor character roles like twitty tom tawny like they did such 
a good job in this movie to make sure that wasn't lost. And like, even for Twitty, when he's like, oh, like, thanks for forgiving me, guys, at the end of the movie. And the mom, her comedic timing is just so great, too. And she says, well, we never said that. And it was just little oh, things so that just great. get you. And uh, it's, it's so good. They did a great job with that. It's a happy time. We're being happy. Like, it's a happy time. <laughs> You're being so happy. Like, I was full one liners. I've been saying that line my ever since I've seen this movie. So now, yeah, it's the 20th anniversary this year. And he and I were on the phone and I was just like, I don't know why I say this line all the time. And then I finally it clicked. I feel like I haven't seen this movie in like maybe like 15 years or something. And I was like, this, I get this line from the mom and this is why I say it all the time. I'm a good writing, I guess. No, yeah. We love the Stevens family. So I feel like we did a lot of our hot takes on the characters itself. Um, and obviously, listeners, this is our hot take section. And you know that Kelsey and I have hot takes for just about every single decon that's out there. So there's a lot of hot takes with this one. Um, but I wanted to stray away from the characters and just talk about a hot take that's like a little bit nerdy, in my opinion. And, um, and also, I feel like I'm being a sour grandpa. I don't know if that's the right term throughout this whole episode but i'm just like picking apart like the most joyous elements of it i'm like i hated it um loved this movie but i just wanted to talk about um carolina island so i grew up in arizona and california and there is an island called catalina island and it's about 30 miles west of los angeles um in the pacific ocean and so like everyone from LA knows that the right the writers were from LA obviously they were like recreating that I'm sorry but Carolina Island it's like Fiji this is the most beautiful island I think I've ever seen and it, one there's no way that's just 30 miles outside of the coast of California I'm sorry and two if this was an island that beautiful so close to California it would be filtered with like housing developments prime real estate and every single person in the Stevens family, um, especially because they're pretty well off, like lawyers and state senator, A, they probably would have gone there before, and B, they all would have like known about it. So yeah, so this is my this is my sour grandpa hot take of the movie. I just thought it was like very unrealistic. Um, but I mean it is a decom, so like I'm I'm acting like I'm like critiquing Oppenheimer right now. I apologize, but I just I I had to get it off my chest that I thought that was very very interesting on multiple levels. No, I never thought about it until you said it, Ian. But you're right. I feel like I mean, well, especially in today's market. But I mean, let's be real. Like, not the piece of compass. Real estate agents would be running up and down that beach, oh, yeah. like get this on the market. Oh yeah, absolutely. So so yeah. Um, I wish it was real though. I would love to have a house there um, if I can afford it. So I know that one day, one day, one day, one day, we'll, we'll manifest it. Um, <laughs> you got it. When in doubt, manifest. You know what? Um, Aliens are real. Anything is possible. Exactly. We can get that beach house. Exactly. Maybe, maybe I can make it like an alien friend and like he. Okay, I'm gonna stop myself. So, hey, Kelsey. So, what was your movie moment? Or not movie moment? Jeez, I'm off today. What was your hot take of? <laughs> What was your hot take of this movie? No, please. No, I'm out of it today, too. I think... Okay, so hot take that I didn't realize until watching it again 15 years later was 
I, again, I think because Ren was our favorite character, she was just always this, you know, older, wiser, beautiful, smart woman. So in my head, when I'm watching it as a little kid, it makes perfect sense that, oh, she just got over this breakup. So now they are hiring this actor to become her love interest on the show um, to fall in love with, basically to make her fall in love with him. And then he's going to break up with her to just kind of, you know, cause chaos for the show. And watching it as a little kid, I'm like, oh my God, this makes total sense that the entire society would be so obsessed because she's perfect. Mu yeah. Tang was perfect too. You know, he's this beautiful man who seems very pleasant and nice. And now as an adult, I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Like these, she is definitely a minor. She's minor. She's minor. She's age. So is he also in eighth grade or going to be a freshman? Or is he an older man that they hired to that is now working on reality TV. It's just very bizarre to me that the entire nation would be infatuated watching this basically eighth grade romance unra like unravel in front of their eyes. And I just thought that that was a little bizarre. And I mean, and if that's the hottest take I have, then I mean, come on, this movie was like such a fun time. Like I feel like I'm being yeah, like, the like get off my lawn person too. But like, it's just not. It's just You're a little weird. It's just a little weird. It's yeah. It didn't weren't there like nine million people voting too, and like yeah, four like, adults, like the PE coach, for them to kiss. It just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I'm sure her mom, a senator, would not be super happy uh, when she gets to see what was aired and that people were voting on her eighth grade daughter's romance. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um. And I actually didn't think about that until you brought it up, too. I, I think that's just, like, super, super creepy. Um, I think it's a good hot take. At, le at least you're not, like, tearing down the topography of an island um, for your hot take of a movie. Um, but as you said, if those are our two hot takes, I mean, when we did Cheetah Girls, which is arguably one of the best TCOMs, we had a list of hot takes. So, like, if we, we only have two here, like, this movie was just pure joy. It was pure happiness. And pure that's the thing. Like, you can't ask for anything better. I mean, these people, I mean, the ending, everything, I feel like it was so well done. Like, wrapped up everything in a bow. It just, you know, bittersweet that it was the end to even Stevens. But yeah. if you're going to have an ending, this is a pretty good one to have. Absolutely. Completely agree. Um, so, so, listeners, if you haven't watched this movie in a while, please watch it. You will not be disappointed. And you might watch it twice in a row like Elsie and I did. And just to wrap things up, like we always like to do, um, you know, even when there's a movie as quirky and crazy as this, there is always a lesson to be learned in a decom. Um, I think, you know, through all the jokes, throughout all the comedy in this movie, the one thing that I think is a really big takeaway is the fact that they always have this kind of family first dynamic. It really shows, I feel like throughout the movie, obviously, like sibling rivalries happen, you know, people get upset that things happen, like losing jobs, being upset because there's no food, thinking that, you know, there's miscommunication in a family. But at the end of the day, you're always family. And um, just, you know, I think the shows in the cast that the family in the movie, it obviously really respects themselves and nothing can break them apart. But I think it just shows how true the cast was to each other throughout their entire filming history. Um, and shout out Chris Carlson Romano. If you want another really good podcast, hers is awesome and her vlogs are amazing. And she talks a lot about behind the scenes of this movie and throughout Even Stevens and how they really were a family. So um, 
Ian, I, I know we were talking about this and it's kind of what you were saying too, of just kind of this, again, family first, really feel good dynamic. Yep. Good dynamic, good lessons. Every family fights. If you're not normal, if you've never gotten into an argument with your family, even if you don't talk to them for a couple of weeks, at the end of the day, you're still family and you can connect at the end. And that is kind of this theme throughout Disney with, with even with Lilo and Stitch, Ohana means family. You see it in Lizzie McGuire, you see it in That's a Raven. And you, you, most, uh, you most importantly see it in the Even Stevens movie. And that's why I think you and I just love Disney Channel so much because it has, uh, it has such great messages. So, yep, yep, totally agree with you, Kelsey. And now to bring it back to our family that we are growing on this podcast. Again, one more time, we appreciate everyone so much for tuning in every week, leaving comments, DMing us. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. But I wanted to tell you guys, remember, si se puede means... Yes, you can. And as Ian said, thank you again for all the listens, likes, shares. It's amazing when we think, uh, you know, it's down to when we think a song is funny that was from our childhood. And then you all are reposting on your stories and it's connecting with you and meaningful. And, you know, we see those DMs, we see your messages. Thank you so much again for all of your support throughout this. Um, a shout out again to if anyone is in the D.C. area. We will be going to Bop to the Top concert in Silver Spring, Maryland on August 18th, which is that Friday. Again, if anyone's around, please come see us. We would be so excited to meet you all. But until then, we will most certainly be talking to you on social. Thanks again for being part of this family. And we will see you out there, folks. Thanks. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs>